Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Lol Usher, who says, I'm out $600 after my 29 male best friend, 31 male, and his wife, 29 female, made me the doormat at their wedding. Groom and I have been friends since middle school and best friends since high school. I'm one of the only people he talks to about his emotions, which is particularly important because I've been as go-to for advice, especially in relationships. In fact, since knowing him, I've talked him through each of his breakups. We've mutually called each other brothers. He helped me move. I helped him plan and throw his mum's birthday party. I'm close with his family. His mum actively asks about me. I've also been close to each of his significant others, save for his now wife. A month after his engagement, groomsmen invitation boxes went out. We have a very tight-knit group of friends that have been together since high school, supplemented by college and work friends. Of the original high school group, I was the only one not asked to be a groomsman. This obviously stung, but I maintained a jovial demeanor towards everyone while acid flowed in my veins. It triggered my depression for a solid month where I questioned so much. Do any of my friends even care about me? Am I not groomsman material? Is it because they thought I was too fat? Until the groom and I had a talk. He said it was a very hard decision choosing groomsmen, which I'm sure it was. He told me that I was in the original roster of groomsmen, only six out of seven had received invitations, but that the bride would not sign off on my involvement. Apparently, I had said something off-color about their relationship as it was beginning. She held it against me ever since. She had apparently never brought it up until now. Years later, and never gave me any indication of being uncomfortable with me. Her family even loves me. I'm generally a very positive, well-received person, so this was news to me. He said it was tearing him up inside, and... I believed him at the time, and he asked me to try and talk to her, see if we could make amends. He said that he'd let her know that I knew about how she felt towards me and that I'd be reaching out to talk about it. So I messaged the bride through text and DM, saying, and this is paraphrased, Hey, I'm so sorry if anything I've said has upset you. Can we meet sometime and talk? I'd love to clear it up or hear your side at least. The bride leaves me on red, and a month later, the final groomsman invitation box goes out to another friend. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, the bride, groom, and I are hanging out. Groom and I are talking, and, and I'd since been able to process the reality of not being involved in my best friend's wedding. So I asked how he's doing and how all the prep is going. The conversation leads us here. The groom says, hey man, I wanted to know if you could help me out with something. I said, sure, and what's up? The groom says, I was wondering if you want to usher for me. It's no big deal if you can't, but I want you to be there for me if you can, you know. Like, be a part of the wedding. 
me feeling very touched i said yeah of course i can dude anything for you two the groom said thank you so much you know we also have a rehearsal dinner next week i know it's late notice but if you can make it and i said i'll have to see if i can leave work early but i'm already there man thanks for thinking of me a week goes by with no updates or details on ushering or the rehearsal dinner so i shoot him a text saying hey man big days this weekend just wanted to reach out and see if you still needed help with ushering or if you'd still like me at the dinner i got the time off with my boss so i can definitely make it just let me know he returns a text a few hours later with a call saying and again it's paraphrased yeah man we would still like you to usher i'll text you the details later today but we actually don't need any help at the rehearsal dinner we kind of want it just to be the bridal party and stuff but yeah thanks for helping us out I'm a little put out, but I persevere. At least he asked me to be an usher. That's something, right? Morning of the wedding comes around and I've still not received any details on what ushering is going to be like or what time I should show up to the reception to start helping. Then bride messages me asking for a favor. These messages were juxtaposed perfectly against the unanswered messages I had previously sent the bride to Olive Branch Our Relationship. Bride says they forgot about the appetizers and need someone to pick them up. Can I do this for a bride on her wedding day? Sure. Oh, one more thing. The order hasn't been paid, but they give me money at the ceremony or pay me back at the reception. Sure. At this point, I should have stopped and asked myself, why am I helping so much? Why didn't I ask for their money up front? Should being a good friend really cost you so much emotionally, physically, or monetarily? Hindsight 2020. With the ceremony ended, my group of friends who weren't in the wedding party spend the hour and a half before the reception pre-gaming while I go pick up the appetizers. Thank God I played as much Tetris as I have because fitting it all in my car in such a way that they wouldn't otherwise topple and ruin the wedding was an all-time high-score achievement. I text the bride to let her know we've got everything together and I'd see them at the reception. Once again, left on red. I get to the reception venue expecting a bustling crew of event organizers and family to receive me and help bring in the food. I find no leadership at the venue, no planners, no family who weren't already seated at their tables and otherwise willing to help the newlyweds get things ready. The venue does have staff but they are all preoccupied with in-venue needs so I have to carry all the appetizers in by myself. Since guests were already seating themselves I immediately moved from placing the last appetizer box in the back to work in usher duties at the front. It was a fucking mess. At one point, I was so down about the situation that I literally googled, is it an insult if someone asked you to usher their wedding? To start, the place cards were in no discernible order. They were also written in intricate cursive that was sometimes unclear. I should mention too, that because of the cultural heritages of our newlyweds, we had some very interesting hard to spell and sure as shit hard to read in cursive names. We weren't given a table map or a master list or any direction at all. The best part is, I say we because at this point I met my ushering peers. They were the groom's youngest adult cousins, aged 18 and 19. I'm 29 and they were really good at finding names and seating people. When I asked why they were so good, they said they always make us do this because no one else wants to. We did this at the wedding last year. After finding that out to the groom, I was about as equal as the lowest rung of his family. My group of not-in-the-wedding-party friends shows up. They ask me to stay for a drink, but I can't because I'm still ushering. As I step back behind the name card table, I take a look at the door to my left and see the groomsmen laughing and taking a selfie. 
To my right, I see all my other friends at a table without me taking a shot. I look down at the random, nonsensically ordered name cards and I wonder, how did I get here? Wedding kicks off and in the rare instance I can speak to the bride and groom, they don't say thank you or bring up the money. I also don't talk money because it's their fucking wedding reception, but what should I do? Pluck $500 from a wedding dress during the money dance. I'm sure it's true of other weddings, but it seems like the bride and groom don't really engage or reply when I walk up to them with my hugs and congratulations. I can understand this. Maybe they are burned out. Maybe they're trying to hold back things from boiling to the surface. Now the last song is playing and the lights are on and everyone's getting ready to go home and the groom approaches me. The groom says, hey, thanks again for your help. I was wondering if I could borrow you again. I say, what's up? And he says, did you drive here? We have stuff we need to get back to the hotel. It could really help us out. I said, how far is the hotel? And he replies, 10 minutes away. Me, for a groom, my best friend, on his wedding day, say, sure. Get to the hotel, unpack everything. It's 12.30 a.m. I'm hungry. Groom says to stick around. We'll hang out, drink more. He goes to get changed. I say, I'm going to grab food and come back. Groom asks for food for he and bride. I say, sure. Bride's cousin overhears and asks me to buy her food too. Sure. Then she asks the room at large who'd like food. Now I'm buying food for almost the whole after party. Cousin says he'll Venmo me when I get back and she'll pay for everyone else's stuff. Sure. Come back. Cousin is passed out. Drunken guests grab whatever food they see. Room walks up to me, burger in hand, and says he's actually really tired, so he's going to pass out. But thanks for the food and help and then leaves. I grab my food, take the elevator to the first floor hotel cafeteria and eat alone upset in silence at this point i'm out 500 for the appetizers 80 dollars for the late night food run and i'm pretty sure that i never had a best friend to begin with i feel used humiliated upset and incredulous i went from being a groomsman to being a guest to being an usher to being an unpaid wedding coordinator this was the first wedding in my close-knit friend circle and it turned out nothing like how i thought it would I've never worked so hard for such little gratitude and I'm left wondering how I could have been such a chump and how many other times I'd been taken advantage of for being helpful. The advice I'm hoping for is, how can I go about expressing how terrible a time I had at his wedding without insulting him? If I should do that at all, how can I develop myself to not be put in situations like this and when would it be appropriate to ask for the appetizer money back? Also, I feel like the missing puzzle piece is the bride's side of the story, but she still hasn't given me any indication of what I did to her. I know she read my text about wanting to clear the air. She had to have had when she asked me to get the appetizers. How can I start a dialogue with her and sort this out if she won't even acknowledge it? Should I just step away from this relationship altogether after getting back my money? And of course, we have an update to this post in a moment, which we'll cover. And we also have some comments where OP replies to them as well. But whenever we read stories like this and we cover them, my first thought is always, that's not a friend. A friend wouldn't treat you like that. And if I was in OP's position and I just had all that happen to me, I feel humiliated for OP in, in what they went through. And there's no way I'd want much to do with these people ever again apart from getting my money back of course and you need to jump on that straight away before they just keep putting you off time and time again but mrs minnesota says wow this hurt me and it didn't even happen to me firstly your friend isn't your friend or even your best friend because if he was nothing would have stopped him from having you stand beside him 
The bride used you because no one else will put up with her shit. I'd send him an email ASAP with info about the appetizer and say, Hey mate, sorry to bother you with this, but I'd really appreciate being reimbursed for the appetizers. I understand you've been busy and probably just forgot. Thanks so much. Get that money back and drop the lot of them. They are assholes and you did nothing wrong. Opie replies saying, Now I'm cynical again, lol. Probably will just leave my email on red. Spideyweb87 says, Ask for the money back. If they avoid it, bring it up to his parents you were very close with. Try to get the money back before you let loose on these assholes because they're avoid paying you back if they know you never want to see them again. Fuck this guy. I'm so sorry you're going through this. AKL says, Oh my god, I just felt my heart break at least six times. No one should treat someone like that under the guise of it's my wedding day. I know they never held us over you directly, but they took advantage of your friendship after she talked shit about you. I'd personally take some time apart from them. You shouldn't reach out, and if they do reach out, you may want to hold off jumping into it. Make it clear you're feeling taken advantage of, but try to be the bigger person and just keep it calm. It's heavily emotional when someone you trusted breaks that foundation on friendship. Hope you come out of this all right. It's about finding value in places other than your friends. Opie replies saying that's some really, really good advice. When I was in my early 20s, so much of my identity was in who my friends were. In my late 20s, I'd like to think I'm past that, but, but shit, if it doesn't hurt you, your closest people can do this to you. And one more comment from Zerubi who says, send them pictures of the receipts, add gas money to the total and demand they pay you back within such and such date to give them a deadline, not more than two weeks. Otherwise, they'll keep putting you off. If they haven't paid you within a deadline, march right up to the house by all means and get your money back. Don't leave without it. It's not about how much money it is. It's about how these people have treated you. Speaking from experience, these two methods should work. And please, never talk to them again. Ever. Hope he was saying, I was feeling this vindictive a few days ago and I was calculating shit like mileage and time spent, but I don't want to come out of this petty or anything. Not to say your suggestions are petty. I just don't want to seem like an asshole or have them able to paint me in that way. I'm also really hoping there's a way to walk away with this with my money and friendship made whole. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So then OP updates the post, which says, Hey folks, improper internet etiquette. I'd like to first say thank you to the community for your incredible response to what was a really bad day received so much support, constructive criticism, advice, and just genuine human connection. Your concern, discernment, thoughtfulness, this is one of the best reasons for the internet to exist. Even your scorn, some of you. I'm a big believer in ripping off the band-aid and you'll really let me have it. But when I said before that I wanted to take all of it in, I meant it. 
I intended to walk away from the situation a better person than before. To the meat and potatoes, I got my money back. It wasn't as difficult as some of you feared. It was a simple text exchange yesterday, no heavy words. I also got a thank you from the newlyweds separately. I was surprised by the bride, but I welcomed it. You should welcome all positivity. I said my congratulations again and moved on with my life. I feel like thanks to you all, I explored every thread in the tapestry of how I should feel and what I could say. It brought a well-measuredness to my thinking that otherwise would have taken maybe months to come by. You saved me from miles of tortured internet dialogue during my daily commute. You saved me from rash actions and words I wouldn't have been able to take back. I know some of you will wish I went off, but I want peace. And what's the metaphor bombing for peace is like fucking for virginity? I just don't need that kind of negativity in my life. And what I'm trying to say is, I know that I was just as responsible for how terrible an experience I had. This isn't a self-blame thing. I'm not being low self-esteem. The fact of the matter is, I could have said no, and I could have established a pattern of saying no to things prior to this that would not have led me to being treated the way I was treated. From so many of you, I've learned that this is called self-worth. Self-worth would not have seen me say endlessly, sure, don't get me wrong. I still 100% believe that if someone asks you to do something on their wedding day that you can do without undue burden to yourself, you should do that thing. It's their wedding day, and this goes double for people you are very close to. But you should also know your limits, and you should teach those limits to others in how you allow yourself to be treated. And yeah, I accept that some of the things asked of me that day, in the context of being a very close friend, seemed really shitty and it felt that way. But from the moment the last groomsman invitation went out, I should have reassessed the relationship, measured my value without the context of groom's friendship and focused on that. I think part of the reason why I took so much on was to prove that, even in the face of being called unworthy, I could stand tall as the good friend and person I know I am. Maybe some small part of me thought I could prove to the bride that I was someone she should have always counted on. Show the groom how a groomsman should be. This was foolish in a lot of ways and it ended up costing me all of this torment. You should do good things not to prove a point, but because it adds value to the world. This can be done in a way that doesn't eat you from the inside. I know this now. So what's the plan from here vis-a-vis my relationship with my friend? I think he made that clear. If I was so important to groom, I'd have been by his side that day, but I'm not so important and so I wasn't. This is fine. It was his decision and I told him myself the day he told me I was originally on the roster. No matter what anyone says, you need to choose people who will get you down that aisle. It's not the place of anyone else to judge his choices, certainly not me, not anymore. Ultimately, this means I maintain a respectful distance but will emphasize the distance. I have no intention of chasing after others to be in my life. When you find the right people, there is no chase and one day I'll let him know why he's the usher at my wedding. I don't think that's vindictive more than it is reciprocation. We won't have hella cursive name cards. I want to impress upon you, if you are still reading this, that you have been part of my evolution. I was already in a place of growth and recovery and building and goddamn if this experience and your input wasn't a hell of a step towards becoming a better me. I'm not going to be a doormat, but I'm also not going to be fucking heartless. If people need help and I can help, I will. I just love myself better by knowing when to stop. 
I know that I'm a good friend and a great person and I'm not going to let my mistakes or anyone else's change that. I know that I still have my problems and I'm working through them. And if, when reading my experience, you found a bit of yourself in me, I want to encourage you. I used to be so self-conscious about myself. I'd sit down with my knees pressed inwards and my arms crossed tight because I didn't want anyone to notice how much space my fatness took up. I used to think that the only reason women smiled at me was because they were politely hoping I'd go away. I used to think that, to have friends and be accepted, you have to give them every bit of value you possess. I'm not that guy anymore. Even if the wedding proved that I still have oral tendencies, and if you're going through something like this, you can change too. I mentioned I was always an overweight person, but I should also say that I've lost 122 pounds to date and I'm going to keep going. My goal is another 50 pounds. At my average weekly rate, I hit my goal in less than six months. If you're struggling similarly, I want you to know that you can do it. DM for emotional weight loss support. Please note essential oil pitches. <laughs> also, this was supposed to be a thing where I counterpoint each of the previously stated insecurities in the above paragraph with some stark successes. But to be honest, women I'm still into don't seem romantically interested in me. Or I can't tell if they are. DM me your relationship tips on how to figure this mystery out. But I'm not so insecure about it anymore. I know that when women smile at me it's because I made a really bad pun and their better senses betrayed the smile. Finally, and this is key, I know who my friends are and I know that I never had to do anything but to be my fucking self and they gravitate towards me. You might be thinking of a fat joke here. Don't. I know that my real friends asked why I was working the wedding. They asked not why, but how in the hell I wasn't the best man, let alone not be in the wedding party. They tried to get me to stand up and dance when they noticed I was down. They invited me into the pictures. They said they wished I had a better time. They commiserated with me the morning after the wedding. They told me in no uncertain words that they appreciated how I go above and beyond for people. They told me that at some point I have to ask myself if doing this was worth overspending myself. Focus on these kinds of people in your life. You'll have your lingering questions about this. I'm sorry that this post become more of an introspective reflection rather than going into more details about the wedding drama, of which naturally there was no shortage. If you have more questions, ask them and I'll answer. If you have more advice, I'm all ears. I just want to close with this. So many of you offered to be my friend and I want to live up to that. The heaviness I felt was lifted. Message by message in your Every positive thought and shared painful experience, it helped me feel not alone. I want this to be the standard for everyone moving forward. Please treat each other like good friends. If you are ever down, if you ever want advice, if you ever need to hear an embarrassing life story to bring levity to your situation. My life story is filled with movie-level embarrassment. Please DM this account. I'm here for you. An OP updated the post two and a half years later, which says this post was stolen by another account, but it's about the wedding I attended two years ago. Didn't think I'd rehash this on the internet, but I did work on myself and I'm still doing so. Therapy has been foundational to building boundaries and really self-respect slash self-esteem. Wish I could say I'm 100% not this person anymore, but 85% is good progress and I'm really happy I'm not depressed over this said this in a now deleted update but i got the money back like five days later so that's fine i don't keep up with the guy anymore though he's tried reaching out a few times lol 
Still can't believe I let myself be treated this way. But good lessons aren't free. And I gotta say, I do enjoy a post when there's a lot of self-reflection. And I'm glad OP did realize that, you know, they weren't really friends to him at all, the way that they were treating him. OP said that they still have their problems. Of course, we all do. But the self-reflection in this post, knowing his self-worth, I think is absolutely amazing thing to see and just seems like an absolute wonderful friend and it's such a shame that he got taken advantage of in that way in the original post he's just one of those friends that you know will always have your back no matter what and i got to admit the first part of the update had me a bit worried i thought oh no he's just going to welcome them back into his life and everything's just going to carry on as normal because op just wanted you know things to carry on as they were before even though that they treated you like absolute shit but i'm glad to see in that very final piece there that he's tried to reach out ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To you now, and you know, you're just not having it. You know it's not worth it anymore, and you've moved on. I'm proud of you for doing so. But what do you guys make of this one? What would you advise to OP? I mean, I think OP's done a lot of self-reflection already. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the story, showing your love to OP, to each other, to myself. is absolutely amazing. Thank you very, very much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my Lays, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.